So today we have a special guest for you lazy ass guys out there. Who you calling lazy? No, I wasn't talking to you, bro. I was oh, talking okay. to just making sure. Uh, I, felt, I felt like that was directed towards me. I mean, if it made you feel that way. I, I have been I, I have been lazy. I mean, really lazy. I mean, I feel like I'm just a yep. couch potato right now. You know what we're going to do? We're going to blame it on the COVID. Blame it on the pandemic. That's easy. That's that's an easy sell off. I mean, I, I'm good with that. I'm good right. with that. Okay, oh, cool. cool. I'm glad you cool with it. Yes. Now that now that you're done with it, can we can we address the people? Oh, we're on camera right now. Yeah, man, we're on camera, okay. bro. This All ain't right. practice. All right. All right. Cool. Now that we're ready, you good? I'm great. Okay. I'm not lazy though. For the other lazy people in the during the pandemic that have got the COVID 15 during the COVID 19. We got a special guest today for you. Who do we got, Ray? Joshua, not Joshua, but Joshua Ayers. Yes. And he's a personal trainer certified, and the dude is a natural bodybuilder. Why is he natural? Because he, he, he likes all the natural stuff. He likes the food. He doesn't like to put the steroids in his system. And not a, a lot of us since the COVID probably can't afford <laughs> the steroids. <laughs> So and the young, the young guy man he knows this stuff. He's twenty yeah. years old. He's energetic, and he knows his stuff. Yeah, man, he had me feeling like insecure. I was like, yeah, dang. <laughs> thought I knew. Thought I knew a little bit. Nah. <laughs> he even took off his shirt. Yeah, took off his guns. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, man. I was yeah. I was like, yo, it ain't that type of show, bro. We we. I was like, it ain't that type of show. We are gonna edit that stuff out. I'm a yo. I'm editing. You are gonna have a sweater on. You are gonna have a damn. Tur- Joshua, you are gonna have a turtleneck on when I'm done with this edit. No, he was just. Uh, 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 drinking this water every five seconds, I'm like what's in the water? You know, <laughs> oh, this is just aqua. But all right, being being for real, no, no all jokes aside, I think you guys are gonna love this one. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'm Reg. I'm Ray. Enjoy the Bro Ranch Show, Men's Health Thursday. Hey, hey, how's it going, man? Good. How you doing, brother? Good, good. good. Thank you. Mr. Ja- is it Joshua or Joshua? Joshua, right? Joshua. Yeah, mom just wanted to make sure I couldn't find a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So, so you, so you, it's true that you burned that LeBron jersey, right? That what you told us last time? Oh, no, baby. No, baby. Oh, <laughs> Come on now. I'm saying, dude, this dude's a hater. He still won't give him credit. Yo, I'm telling no, you, this dude no, is the, no. one of the greatest to ever do it. Listen. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not, I said I, I love Jordan. Jordan, Michael Jordan is obviously, yeah, he's great. He's wonderful. He's a great scorer, mm-hmm. killer mentality. But when we're talking a team sport like basketball, where you pass the ball and you make your teammates better, like not physically beating their asses, LeBron James, man. He lifts um, you up, makes you feel good. He even has, what, he even invites you over for Taco Tuesday. I, I get it. You know, different eras, different, you know, legends or whatnot. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, you know, Jordan is the king. But anyway, <laughs> Joshua, how you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful, my man. How you doing? Hey, great. We're great, doing man. great, man. And we're, we're very um, happy to have you as a guest, man. Well, actually, uh, as a specialist, man, um, let everyone know what you you are. You're a personal, a personal trainer, right? Certified personal trainer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I went to school. I have my degree in exercise science, exercise physiology, um, also a strength conditioning coach, personal trainer, group exercise instructor, and then also an online weight loss specialist. Um, and then I also do specialize in contest prep competitors too. So bodybuilders, bikini, figure, physique, all that kind of stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I see that you are you're a natural, a professional natural bodybuilder. 
Yes, sir. Natural pro. Natural pro. And for those that aren't aware what a natural bodybuilder is, can you let them know what that is aside from the, I guess, artificial bodybuilder? Hold on. on. Before you do that, what was that in that bottle? (laughs) Protein. What was in in the bottle? Protein shake. What's in there? Amino acids. Agua, baby. Agua. Agua. Okay. Just just making sure. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Just staying hydrated, baby. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, yeah. what's like the difference between natural bodybuilding and not natural bodybuilding? Yeah. So um, different organizations do have different roles. And so one of the ones that I like to compete in is the WNBF, the World National Bodybuilding Federation, and they have the strictest guidelines. So you actually get a urine test, you get a polygraph test, uh-huh. and then also you're submitted to a random drug test throughout the year. So at any time, they could hit you up and be like, hey, we need a sample right now, so that way it makes it a lot harder for people to cheat. Um, so in non-natural bodybuilding, they there's anabolic steroids, or there could be such things as like SARMs, which are slim, similar to steroids, but a little okay. bit different. And SARM is a selective androgen receptor modulator, and it acts in a very similar way to steroids. Um, so you'll get some of the benefits from steroids, but not as much. Gotcha. But also along with that, since you're not getting as much of the benefits, you're also not going to get as many of like the negatives. So you're not going to get as much of like the changing in the voice and the hair loss and different things like that as well. So in the natural organizations, mm-hmm. uh, they typically tend to do urine tests, polygraph tests, random drug testing. And so it's for people who are um, not on any sort of anabolics or SARMs. Got you. I mean, have you uh, have you always had an interest in fitness in 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 uh being in shape or was this something like, uh, were you bullied? Yeah. I was gonna say, were you bullied? Were you out of shape when you were younger and you were like, Hey, I'm going to go from, you know, from nerd to, to this, what? Or chubby kid. You know. <laughs> he, was yeah, no, so- <laughs> he was a bully. He was a bully. So no, I wasn't really bullied too much. There was, there was one or two kids that was just, you know, some random off the wall kind of thing. Yeah. But other than that, no, honestly, I was, uh, I was pretty skinny growing up. I was really, really skinny and I wanted to put some size on, you know, my grandma, my mom always said, you know, call me skinny mini and skinny knees yeah. and all these different things. And, uh, you know, I got to school and then I remember seeing Arnold and I was like, man, he looks great. I want to look like that. Okay. And so I actually printed off a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah. had it posted on my wall for years. And so I would, you know, just be active. I was always running around working mm-hmm. out, um, stuff like that, just body weight things. And I actually didn't do any sports until I got into eighth grade. And once I did that, I started learning a little bit more about lifting and yeah. I would just do a ton of pull-ups and push-ups. And then I was the kid who had the Under Armour shirt, cut the sleeves off and walked around because I had big biceps in eighth yeah. grade. Gotcha. And then, so that kind of started becoming part of my identity. And so I tried to work out whenever I could, uh, but it was very difficult because I was doing sports year round. So I was doing football, cross country, wrestling and track. And wow. so there, mm-hmm. we weren't really doing a ton of lifting for that. And the mm-hmm. lifting that we did do, it really wasn't the best because our coaches were the ones who were basically like our strength coaches yeah. and they didn't really know a ton about lifting. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of go in, mess around, do whatever, and then just get back to practice. So it wasn't until after I graduated high school when I really got into lifting. Got you. And ever since then, you've been, that's the path you've been on. Mm-hmm. It's been your For passion. Sure. Okay. I see. I see. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. how much water do you drink a day? Uh, I try to aim for a gallon a day. A gallon. Yeah, which is really good. Okay. You can actually tell, yeah, you, you, you know, it, it keeps the puffiness out of the skin and everything. Helps flush out the oh, toxin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, 
definitely like one of the first recommendations I'll make to somebody if they can mm-hmm. is to try to get in a gallon of water a day or, you know, even work your way up there. If you're only getting 40 ounces, try to get 60 ounces and just up it over time. Because like you said with it, you know, you're going to lose a lot of that puffiness. Yep. Um, so it's going to help reducing the inflammation and to be like a hundred percent honest with you guys, like you will notice so many changes just like even in like your skin mm-hmm. and like your energy levels. Because I noticed like when I, when I was not tracking my water intake, I was feeling a little bit lethargic, a little bit bloated and just kind of like blah. Yeah. And then once I started paying attention to my water intake and really started up and I was like, Oh, my skin's, it's like looking a lot better. I'm exactly. like, I have a little bit more energy and I just felt better, you know, cause we have to remember the body is like 80% water and Absolutely. our muscles are 70 to 80% water. So it's crucial. Absolutely. Are you going to ask? Uh, well, there's a question that people always say to me about when it comes to weightlifting or working out or getting in shape, uh, mm-hmm. Is it eighty percent food, twenty percent working out, or yeah, it's like something it's like ninety like percent food, is right? Ninety percent the kitchen. I what believe, what, right? what what percentage is that? Is it the food, the working out? Is it fifty fifty, seventy five, twenty five? What is it? Yeah, so I mean, I would definitely, for me personally, I like to put both of them together because you know, if you want to get the maximum benefits and like be as optimal as possible doing both is what's going to help you because I look at it from like more of a macro perspective. Okay. So like, let's say your diet's on point, but your training is off. So if your training's off, you're not going to be getting the additional benefits, right? So we're not going to be improving like our cardiovascular system, improving our heart just by eating clean. Yes. You know, by eating clean, maybe our cholesterol is not getting as high. Our sodium and blood pressure is not going to be as high, Mm -hmm. but we're also not getting the additional benefits. If we're doing some cardiovascular exercise to strengthen that heart, to strengthen the muscles. And not only are we strengthening the muscles, but when we're thinking about older population or as we age our bone density. And then, so especially as we get older, you know, we have to worry about osteoporosis, arthritis, different things like that, breaking down the body. And the more that we resistance train, we're going to be building up those bones, the ligaments, tendons, and everything that's going to help prolong um, our well-being later down the road. So that's something to take into consideration. So me personally, I mean, I would like to say it's 50, 50 Mm -hmm. because both to me are super important. Um, I know for myself, I couldn't go, without the gym. So I would rather personally, I'd rather be slacking on my diet a little bit and be like in the gym rather than not being in the gym at all and having my nutrition spot on. Mm, That's just me personally, because like I love going to the gym. I love lifting some weights. I just love getting in that zone and just like getting, you know, that energy from it, getting those endorphins flowing. Like I love that. Gotcha. How much, uh, okay. Let's say for a person, how much, I know it's based on, uh, protein, how much protein Mm -hmm. you should say, for an average Joe, uh, mid, mm-hmm. a middle-aged man to have in order to sustain some type of muscle, not okay. not physically okay. going to the gym like five times a week or whatnot, but saying hitting the gym maybe once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest? So even mm-hmm. so, even for that, typically what I suggest for anybody is one gram per pound of body weight. So if somebody typically weighs 150 pounds, I'm going to say I want you to eat 150 grams of protein every single day. Now, to make it a little bit more specific, if it's like an average Joe, somebody who's not working out as much, they're not going to need quite as much. And then also taking into consideration that formula would be like lean body mass. And so I know it's definitely hard for a lot of people to figure out their body fat percentage because we don't have a DEXA scan laying around or a a hydrostatic weighing or anything like that. So just kind of, you know, estimating a little bit about where you're at, I would, you know, be within anywhere about 20 to 25 grams off of that. So, you know, 150 grams minus 20, 25, if you feel like you're a little bit on the heavier side, something like that. But if you have a decent amount of muscle mass, 
um, already and you're want to look, you're looking to maintain that, then I would shoot for one gram per pound for sure. One gram per pound. And you're saying like, mm-hmm. so them sustaining that they will actually see more results doing that as far as, yes. yeah, because I know if you don't have enough, I, well, I know even that from experience, if you don't have enough protein in you, you're, there's only so much you're going to see as far as the growth in your muscles. Absolutely. Protein's crucial for maintaining and building that muscle mass along with recovery. And then also another important factor too is, is that we have to think about um, with our body, when we take in protein, yeah. we have to think about thermogenesis and protein has a very hurt, a high amount of like a thermogenesis. So when we eat it, it's going to heat up our body because our body gets warm from that protein from breaking down in the metabolic process. So we're actually going to be burning a little bit more. Um, so looking at it from like that perspective, while it's not like a ton of calories, like not like eating protein is going to get you shredded, yeah. but you know, every little bit counts. So it's definitely important. Gotcha. Do you, uh, are you a fan of traditional cardio or do you, or do you like the hit cardio, the high intensity, uh, interval training? So honestly, I like to do both. Um, it just really depends on where I'm at along in my fitness journey. So like right now I'm in the, what I would call like my off season or improvement season for bodybuilding where I'm looking to put on size. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't do as much cardio. But uh, I like to switch it up. So sometimes I'll do like moderate, intense, steady state, and then other times I'll do hit. But I do find myself in like my improvement season. I tend to do more of like hit style training just okay. because with a little bit of the extra weight, um, it feels good when I can like move around and be explosive and stuff like that. And I have that muscle mass, but I'm also to move around. And it also uh, it helps like condense my time, right? So like with the yep. hit training, you can do you know more work or the same amount of work essentially with less time. Exactly. And so compared to like when I'm in contest prep, I don't know how much you guys are familiar with the training with that. Um, you spend a lot of time in the gym training. You spend a lot of time doing cardio. And when you're in contest prep, yeah. uh, I'm personally a big fan of doing moderate intense steady state when you're in contest prep for several reasons. One being, um, it's going to be a lot less taxing on the body. So you have to think you're already in a caloric deficit because you're eating less calories because you're trying to drop body fat. You're doing a lot of cardio because you're trying to increase your caloric expenditure. So, you know, and your metabolism is kind of slowing down. Your fatigue is elevating your, you know, your, um, just everything's going a little bit wild. You're tired, you're hungry, you're lethargic and all these different things. And by doing the hit cardio, it's even more taxing on the body and it's taxing on the cardio system. So your body has to try to recover from that yeah. along with everything else that you're doing. So it's a lot less taxing to do moderate intense steady state during contest prep season. Um, towards the beginning for my clients, if they like to hit, I like to incorporate it or if somebody feels like, you know, they need to play catch up because they maybe waited a little bit too long to start mm-hmm. their prep or something like yeah. that. Then we can incorporate it. Or if the individual just really, really enjoys doing it, then we'll keep it in, but I'm more of a moderate intense um, during contest prep season and more of like a high intensity in the off season personally. Gotcha. You said uh, you touched on something which is very, which is overlooked by people. People think, um, normal people think, okay, they do a diet, but they don't focus on, like you said, the caloric deficit. You need to be in a caloric Mm -hmm. deficit in order to lose weight and put on muscle. Can you explain how someone, like I said, like an average Joe person that's, that doesn't have time for a trainer, how would they be able to figure out how much calories they need they need to intake in order to lose weight? Okay. Yeah, so with that, there's a few different factors. And to be honest, I, what I would say yeah. one of the easiest things that you could do, mm-hmm. hop on Google. 
right? <laughs> so go to Google, type in calorie calculator. I was trying to plug you, brother. I was trying to plug you, brother. <laughs> but he's making it simple. Know, go, 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 go. He's making it yeah, simple. You, you well, well if you follow out. his IG, if you follow his IG, what's your IG, brother? I'll put it on there, so too. It's uh, just my first name, Joshua, J-A-S-H-U-H-A. Yeah, so you guys can always feel free to reach out, shoot me a DM, message me, whatever. And I'm actually working on an ebook um, that has to do with like weight loss and everything entailed awesome. in that. So it's going to be very detailed coming very soon. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I mean, the easiest thing, to be honest, like if I want to be as simple as possible, yeah. you can hop on Google, type in calorie calculator, and you can put um, Mifflin St. Cure. It's like J-E-O-R. Okay. It's one of like the most accurate formulas. And so it takes into consideration your height, your age, your weight, and then also your activity level, right? So somebody who's a construction worker versus somebody who sits behind a desk, yep. they're going to have very different caloric needs, right? Mm-hmm. So that takes into account the activity level. So that's going to tell you pretty much what your basal metabolic rate is or pretty much what you need on a, on a day-to-day basis to kind of maintain where you're at. So if you're looking to gain some size, then what you're going to do is put yourself in a caloric surplus. Mm -hmm. And so the slower you do it, the more lean muscle mass that you're going to be able to put on with minimal fat. And the opposite is true as well. So if you're looking to lose some weight, you're going to want to create a caloric deficit. And you could do that by three ways. You can increase your cardio, and that doesn't even have to be at a gym. That could be walking around, taking an extra lap, taking the dogs, going on a hike, right? We could do that. So increasing our cardio output. We can decrease our caloric intake, so eating a little bit less food, or you could do a combination of both. So if you don't want to do 500 calories of cardio, and you can just do 250, and then you make up the rest with food. So that way you're able to split the difference a little bit. Gotcha. So it makes it a little bit more gotcha. manageable. Uh, is, it, is it important to always have that uh, pre-workout, after-workout, the mm-hmm. in the middle of the workout? Is, is all that important for the average person? I mean, do you have to have that stuff? or I mean, it seems kind of like over the top sometimes 100 absolutely not Mm, no okay it is not necessary so pre-workout is 100 not necessary post-workout is definitely 100 not necessary and that's something that i try to stress like anytime this comes up and they're called a you know a pre-workout supplement right a protein supplement they're meant to supplement our daily needs. So Mm. if, you know, a lot of us are busy and stuff like that, we're running around, we have kids, we have family bills, all kinds of stuff going on. Right. So if you're not able to meet your needs through just like food. So I try, I'm a big advocate of get as much in as you can through whole nutrient dense food, right? Some whole sources. So like protein, for instance, try to get as much in as you can through from chicken, rice, beef, turkey, or if you're vegetarian, you know, plant-based stuff like that try to get in and from there. But sometimes it can be hard, especially if we're trying to eat a lot and we're not used to it or we're busy, we're on the go. It's definitely nice to have like some protein on hand that way, like right after your workout, you can get it in and it's going to help you meet your protein requirements without having to stress about it or have to try to put down a whole bunch more food. Mm -hmm. And also another benefit for having like a, a protein supplement post-workout is since it's liquefied, it's, it's already broken down. When you drink it, your body's going to be able to digest that and you utilize those nutrients a lot faster than if you were eating a chicken breast. Cause when we eat that chicken breast, it yeah. takes time. Our body has to break it down. Absolutely. But right after our workout, our body's hungry and we need to refuel it. We want to start that muscle building process as soon as possible. So that's when a protein shake would come in hand and touching on the topic of a pre-workout. Once again, that's also not necessary. I do use pre-workout myself. So like 
you know, depending if you work out in the morning, midday or afternoon, depending upon your schedule, yeah. you know, you might be tired. A lot of us, we have kids, we have family, we work crazy hours. Yeah. And sometimes you just need a little bit, you know, a kick in the ass to kind of boost you going. Right. And if you don't drink coffee, like I don't drink coffee, I don't really drink energy drinks or anything like that. So it could be a nice pick me up. And then also for me over the years, it's almost become a ritualistic kind of thing, right? Okay. So I'm getting ready to go to the gym. I put my pre-work out of my shaker. I got that. I'll get, you know, throw my headphones on, start getting in the zone. And it becomes just part of that process. As humans, I find we like doing processes, right? Yeah. So even same yeah. thing for your guys' podcast. I'm yeah. sure you guys have like, you know, a thing you do, you get your mic set, you make sure this is good. Yeah, we got, we got technical good. issues. That's our process. <laughs> <laughs> As you've noticed, brother, uh, technical issues twice now with you. Yeah, that's, a, that's our tradition. It seems to be working out. We have like the works. best, yeah, we have like the best interviews. It works out great, don't Yeah, it? it's like, hey, you know get, what? Get the juices flowing. It does, but it's like, we yeah. think, we think like the, uh, we think, we think the, the guests, they actually need that extra 10 minutes, right. 20 minutes. Yeah, to, to, to get angry and get pumped up. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, or to get comfortable. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What uh, what proteins do you recommend? I know there's casein that um, that actually is a slow because you mentioned mm-hmm. protein going to your system faster with the liquid, but I know what the casein one actually dissolves slower, digests slower in your system to make you feel less hungry, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that yeah, you could use that for two different things. So generally, mm-hmm. people take casein either earlier in the day because, yeah. like you said, so casein it takes a little bit longer. It's longer digesting, yeah. so it's broken down. And a lot of the caseins now protein have a blend of casein and whey, so that way you're getting a steady flow of protein. So that way you're kind of getting it immediately and then also trickled over the next several hours, which is great. So for like in the morning, um, it'll keep you full, so that way you're going to be less likely to eat. Or also at night, if you're looking to kind of put on a little bit more size, or you're looking to stop yourself from binging or eating a bunch of food at night, uh, the casein protein, when you shake it up, it actually kind of like expands some. Mm, And I believe it's probably because they have like xanthan gum and stuff like that in there, but it actually expands. And when you drink it, it makes you very, very full. And so it's good for nighttime because it's going to keep your body fed throughout the night and kind of keep that protein trickling through there. So what is this called? Casein. Is that a brand protein? No, it's a type of protein. Type of protein. Yeah, Yeah, type of protein. Yeah, it it dissolves longer. You know, so like he's saying, it takes longer to dissolve or to digest in your system. Gotcha. So it it makes you feel less hungry. Gotcha. I've never heard of it. Yeah. 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 And so one thing with that too, um, cause it, it was a topic discussed, you know, a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, you can substitute casein protein for chicken breast. Cause it's, you know, think about like when you take eat a chicken breast, it's going to take a long time for to yep. digest. So like yeah. you can eat, you can have casein at night and it's going to take a long time for your body to digest, or you can save a little bit of money and eat chicken or whatever meat source light before you go to bed. But if you don't feel like eating or you don't have food cooked or whatever, and you just want something sweet, that could definitely be a really good substitute. Mm. Oh, speaking of sweet, how much sugar should not be in a protein shake? How much, what's the least amount of sugar we should look for in a protein shake you suggest? So honestly, that's really going to depend on like a case by case situation. Yeah. It's going to depend upon like how the rest of your day is structured. Um, so like me, I follow a flexible dieting or if it fits your macro approach to where I do 80% clean nutrient dense foods and the other 20% is literally whatever you want. Mm. And I find that this has worked really good for me over the years along with all my clients because there's absolutely zero food that's off limits, right? So yeah. if my guys or ladies like to have beer or wine, we make it fit their diet. If they love pizza, cake, ice cream, cookies, whatever it is, we can make it fit their diet. <laughs> which is Absolutely. awesome. Yeah, which they, is awesome. Exactly. Yeah. I bet they and love it makes it all, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it makes, makes it a lot easier. Yeah, it does. It definitely makes it manageable. I mean, they don't hate life and hate their, their the process, what they're going through, um, and missing food and having, what, anger, like you yeah. said, uh, yeah. or rages. Well, I wouldn't say roid rage, but we're having rage, food rage. 
Are oh, you a yeah. fan of do your clients um well do you um uh are you a fan of basically the intermittent fasting? I love okay. it. I I love intermittent fasting. I think it's one of the great it's the fact that it's it's predated. I mean, they've been doing this forever. And why, just, why do you love intermittent fasting? Because I, I feel like you're more focused. I feel like you have more energy and you're not reliant on food. Aren't like you're starving? You're not starving. Because your your body literally what I found out, my, my youngest daughter has Crohn's. So when we went to see her um her IB um doctor, we went into her office. They have a chart and they show you that your your body takes literally sixteen hours to digest the food you eat. Mm. And we don't give our we don't give our gut any time to actually rest. Okay. So basically Whoa, bro! What you? What's kind of that type of show, bro? Hey, <laughs> hey, he about to flex. I know, right? Like, yo, he's, he's like, like you know what? I need like, intermittent. I, I, I need. Is this? On, is this on camera? I need more viewers. Got fans only, baby. I know, right? What the hell? Yeah, what the hey, hell? No, I'm did kidding. You a, did you get a text from your girl? Says show must skin? <laughs> hey, it's getting a little hot. I got a space heater. Yeah, down all right. There. What I'm, the hell? Wait a minute. I forgot. It's cold up there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! It's yeah. snowing today. Snowing today. Oh hell oh, no! Nah. Thank you, I don't man. Like that. I need to come down there. Yeah, you do, man. Trust me, you'd love this weather. Um, but speaking of, yeah, because our body takes 16 hours. Well, your your stomach, your, your digestive system to pass through. It takes 16 hours to digest. Okay. So resting your gut actually is good to, to let it rest and dissolve that, to digest that food in order for you to function better. Your organs function better. I haven't but, gotten that yet. But um, you haven't, no. do you promote that or no? As far, I know it's individual case because I know your bodybuilders need the fuel frequently. Yeah. So it's like they have to eat, what, every two, three hours? Yes, so you can. So honestly, I'm a big proponent. My biggest thing is making like your training, your nutrition, and everything fit your lifestyle, not the other way around. Gotcha. Right? So I want, I don't want it to be disruptive to everything that you have going on in your life. We want to shape it and mold it to fit your life, but gotcha. with making some lifestyle changes. So in, like you said, you know, it's going to depend upon a case by case situation and what that individual likes. And I actually do know there are bodybuilders who do do intermittent fasting actually. Um, and so with intermittent fasting, I've had this topic, yeah. um, this discussion with some of my coworkers a lot because they're super into the intermittent fasting game and just yeah. like a lot of that. Um, so personally, I mean, I never really do it intentionally, but I find that like, us just being busy individuals, we kind of tend to do it naturally, right? Yeah. So, and then so I I, I kind of joke that I do intermittent fasting yeah. every single day for that five to seven hours that I sleep, because um, <laughs> otherwise I'd be eating. I yeah. love food, but no, I definitely you know um, is it? I think it, it definitely has a lot of benefits when it comes to the digestive system yeah. and reducing inflammation. Because yep. I think you know just just like with our muscles and every other thing in our body, our brain. It, it does need rest, right? Yep. Because if we're constantly eating, it's constantly working, it's never getting a break. So it's going to be, you know, inflamed because it's constantly working and there's a lot of um, processes and everything going on in there. So I definitely think that there can be a benefit. And also I would recommend it to people who like find themselves kind of like snacking throughout the day, maybe something like that, because it makes it a lot easier for some people to say, okay, you know, if, I can eat almost whatever I want or as much as I can yeah. within this certain hour of window, then I want to do that because then they're going to feel like they're able to like eat more food. Now the argument comes in to play is when a lot of people they'll try to bat for the side that saying that like intermittent fasting is 
the gold standard. Like this is the new thing. It's amazing. It's the best <laughs> yeah. thing. You're going to lose a whole bunch more weight and stuff like that. So a lot of people jump on the train and be like, Oh, I just lost 10 pounds. I lost 15 pounds. Like I'm doing so great on this. And then when you really take a step back and look at it, you have to say, what are you doing? Okay. So you went from having, being able to eat 12 hours a day. That was your window. You were yep. able to eat whatever you want, however much you want for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And what you just did was you took that 12 hour window and brought it back to eight, six, four, whatever your window is. Right. So in that four hours, you're going to be way less likely able to eat the same amount of food yep. that you did spread over the course of the 12 hours because you're going to get fuller faster. Your stomach's going to have like almost that feeling of being shrank, right? So when you haven't ate for a long time and then you, you your eyes are big in your stomach, you're like, oh, I can eat so much, but you haven't really ate so much food. And then yep. when you go to do it, you ate like two pieces of whatever and your yeah. stomach's full and it's almost hurting, yeah. right? Yeah. So right. what you really did was you reduced your caloric intake. Really, that's all that yep. it is, right? Yep. So when you look at it, you shorten that window, you shorten the amount of calories that you were taking in. That's all that you really did. But I will note that I do I do agree with like how you said, like almost like the clarity and stuff like that, because yeah. you know, being a bodybuilder and you know, sometimes I will have very large meals, especially like carbo like very carb heavy dense meals. Yeah. Um and when you are kind of doing a little bit of the intermittent fasting with the clarity I would say that it's because you're not having those carbo- that load of carbohydrates, which is going to almost kind of make you feel a little bit sleepy or a little bit tired initially in the beginning because, mm-hmm. you know, you have that insulin response and your body's dealing with those carbohydrates. Uh, but later on, once you get that energy from it, you'll be good. But, yes, definitely, like, anytime you eat food or any large quantity of food, you're going to feel a little bit slowed down because your body's, you know, trying to break that down and kind of deal with that as opposed to like with the intermittent fasting and stuff like that. A lot of people will tend to train fasted where their body's not having to worry about the digestion or anything like that. And then also since because your stomach is more empty and anytime if you take your caffeine um, from your pre-workout or coffee or whatever, you're going to feel, you're going to feel more energized. You're going to feel like it's hitting you harder because you don't have anything else in your stomach to slow it down. So you're going to get it right away. So it's going to be a little bit more intense. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Since COVID, has your business exploded? Because, you know, most times uh, with the COVID thing, they say people who have COVID or get COVID have bad bad uh, effects of it. They're, they're lacking vitamin D. They're not in shape. So has your business exploded? As in a positive way? Yeah, in, in a positive way as, as far as people needing help and changing their lifestyle, yeah. lifestyle changes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Yes, a- abs- absolutely. So, like, even at the gym that I work at in person – we've seen a giant uptick in kids and adults and even in the elderly population, which was slightly surprising because, you know, it affects a lot of the elderly people. So some of Mm -hmm. them can be fearful of going out, but it's nice because a lot of them are recognizing that like, Oh, Hey, like the way to beat this is by improving my immune system. And I do that through proper nutrition and training. So that's what's going to help them really beat the virus. So yes, we've definitely seen an uptick in that. And then also in like my online training business, I've also seen an uptick as well too, because there's people all around the world who are looking to improve their health and fitness because they're becoming more conscious. They're becoming more aware of, you know, how can I take one more step to kind of beat this virus or make sure that I don't get it. Or if I do get it, that it's not going to hurt me as much. Gotcha. And so it's making those lifestyle changes. Like you said, especially with like the winter time coming here, it's, you know, pitch black by five forty-five, and it gets dark and wow. people do have mm-hmm. seasonal affective disorder. So mm-hmm. that plays in the role and it's cold along with these other things. So making sure that we're staying top of our nutrition and fitness is super crucial. And 
also I think that it just helps a lot of people find a new love, a new passion, something to focus on that is a really good outlet for stress, mm-hmm. anxiety, anger, um, no matter what it is. And it's going to have just amazing benefits all around. Mm. What um, I know you have, you touched on uh, psychology, right? Uh, I know you touched mm-hmm. on that in school, right? Um, what would you say the benefits of, of just working out that one can get? Cause our show, like we said, we focus on physical health, mental health, and I know working out, people don't realize it does affect the mental once you start working oh, yeah. out. What are the benefits oh, yeah. from working out? Mentally. Everything. Mentally. I would say yeah. I would say everything, honestly. Um, and personally, for me, yeah. I think it, it really helped a lot, and it, and it helped me keep a good head on my shoulders uh, because growing up, I didn't grow up in like the best environment. Um, I was the first person in my family to even graduate high school, to go to college, mm, get a wow. degree. Um, you know, my older brother, one of my older brothers, super long, crazy story. Yeah. Um, I'm one of 15 kids. I found out Holy crap. this past year. So yeah, there's uh, a, <laughs> hey, where you but, at, uh, where you at number 15? Where, where, what number are you? So it, it depends <laughs> on which on which group you go with. Okay. So I grew up with, um, and and we're, so the ones that I grew up with, I have an older brother, a younger brother Mm -hmm. and a younger sister, and we all have different dads. All right. And so out of those four, I am the second oldest. Now on my dad's side, which I found out all this other mess, I'm the youngest, I'm the youngest. And Mm -hmm. I just turned 28. The oldest would be my sister, Lisa, who is about 56. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rolling stone. Hey. Enough kidding. That's exactly what my older brother told me when I found out. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, um, yeah, Papa. Uh, yeah, Papa was a rolling stone. Well, he, um, but he's... getting back to the. Uh, <laughs> oh, we could all yeah. good. All yeah, good. it's all good, man. That's our, that's gonna be our next show. Trust me, we're gonna have we're gonna have oh, to have Pooja. We're probably gonna have to have Pooja on. Help, yeah, that's, help how, that's that. our therapist. That's our mental uh, mental yeah. specialist there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's, a, there's we, a lot with that. We got you, bro. We got you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, you were um, saying? Yeah, getting to the the, uh, the psychological, like I said, yeah. like um, even growing up, like my older brother wasn't around. He was in prison for six years. So, you know, I didn't have like that older brother. My father passed away before I was born. Mm. And me and my grandfather, we had always kind of butted heads for several reasons. Um, and so I really didn't have like a father figure or anything like that to look up to. And, um, like I said, I grew up in a trailer park and it wasn't, you know, like the greatest area. I knew yeah. a lot of people, they were like, you know, very like into the hood, they were robbing, stealing, you know, I know people were getting shot and stabbed, stuff like that too. So I think that like, even just being in and around sports helped me kind of stay away from that. And it gave me right. something to like drive towards and like showing, like knowing like, Oh, if I work hard, like I can get things from this and like, I can be better. Yeah, right. Sure. And so like, I knew how I grew up, like, you know, we were pretty poor. There's a lot of debt and stuff like that. And I seen, you know, people getting shot. I seen like all this bad stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I know what it's like to be poor. And I know what it's like to be like in a not good area. Yeah. I don't want that. I want to go this way. Mm. And so it definitely helped like realizing like, Hey, like, Hey, if you put in hard work, you can get something good out of it. And so it, you know, at the very simplistic, like most fundamental thing, it taught me so many good values of just like, Put in the hard work and you can get whatever you want. If you dedicate yourself towards whatever your goal is, you can achieve it. And so with that, like when I graduated high school, I was a little bit lost because I wasn't sure what to do. Nobody in my family had, you know, done really done much after that. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what to do. 
and I did have a few offers for um, sports, like I said. Yeah, I, I said you, uh, yeah, I said you wrestled and, and you played football and track. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, you, yeah. you definitely were athletic, and 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 that you you attribute that to keeping you out of trouble. Yes, yes, for sure. Because I think that you know, b- being busy doing that kept me away from the wrong crowds and stuff. And you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there was mornings where I was walking. You know, I'd walk several miles to yeah. school, and I'd leave it four or five in the morning getting a sheriff would stop me say hey son you know what are you doing and i'm in a not you know really good city yeah. from you know where i was from and he's like you know you getting in trouble whatever i was like i'm just trying to get to practice my man <laughs> yeah. like i got wrestling practice <laughs> i don't have a ride yeah I yeah, yeah. early and then he actually ended up giving me a ride so it was really gotcha. sweet so that's cool um yeah like i said i had a few different offers for colleges but like i knew that like hey i'm not gonna like the sports i did there's no nba there's no nfl it's like i'm not gonna make a significant amount of money doing yeah. this and I'm most likely not going to make it to the Olympics. I don't like putting like any limitations on myself, but I'm like, okay, let's be real here a little bit. I want to focus on academics. So ended up doing, um, going to the community college route and then ended up doing a uh, partnership through the university of Akron. And I was working like three part-time jobs while I was doing that. And luckily I was able to uh, graduate with no debt. And so when I was there is when I really found, um, my love for the gym. I was walking mm. by and I needed an outlet, right? Cause yeah. I'm a competitor. I'm like super, I need to do something. I need to be moving. Yeah. And then, so that's where I found the gym. And so like, it helped really just keep my head clear. It gave me something to focus on. And it really mm. gave me a purpose, honestly, because it became such a huge part of my identity and who I am and my life. And yeah. you know, it is, it's my life right now. This is what I do. You know, I help people um, build muscle. I help people lose weight and I get super excited by like watching these other changes in people because I went through it myself. I've experienced it myself. And, you know, I think it's definitely helped with self-esteem. It's helped with confidence. It's helped with overall positivity. Um, and really in all like mental aspects, it's helped me, you know, realize different things, different things that I can take from the gym as far as putting in work and, you know, getting results. Uh, not every day is going to be perfect. Some yeah. days, you know, I'm going to go in, I'm not going to feel good. I'm not going to hit my PR. I'm going to feel super weak, but it's going to be like, Hey, you keep showing up, you know, you get past this, this hard day, it's going to get better. Yeah. Same thing like in life, you know, where if you have deaths in the, in your family or you're struggling, you're going through something with your partner, anything like that, you're able to take that same mindset from the gym yeah. and incorporate it into everything else in your life. At least that's how I view it. So for me, it's played, it's been such an integral part and in just like growing as a person yeah. and just really mm-hmm. helping in all aspects of my life. Yeah, yeah, I've watched your uh, Instagram, and I think you uh, you're definitely very positive, and um, appreciate that. I mean, you, I mean, you're definitely a motivational speaker. Yeah, this is definitely this is our Jimmy um, for the show. He does all the research and everything. <laughs> I mean, damn, he probably spoke to one of your family members or something. Because yo, Ray is just There's amazing. Yeah, he's a lot. <laughs> but seriously though, I listen to you. I I get motivated. I'm like, man, this dude is for real. Like. Yeah. He, like I, I mean, you you pump me up, so uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. Seriously. Yeah, man, you have definitely you definitely have a great energy about you, a great vibe, and the fact that I would have never guessed your hard uh, your hard up ringing, uh, just the way you act, man. You you don't wear it on your shoulders, which is pretty amazing, man. So yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's very true. So that has to be with you know that has to that has to go to your mom or or, or, or your your grandfather, right? That gave you. I'm sorry. Oh, it has to go to your mom. You contribute that to your mom, your grandfather, as far as giving you that that outlook on life, because someone you were close to gave yeah. you that. I would say definitely my my mother and my grandmother. Okay. Um, right. No matter like no matter what and any circumstances, like yeah. they'd always tell me how much they love me and they believe me and like that I could do anything that I put my mind to and like they like really just wanted like the best for me and like like I could feel that and like definitely like when they're just like hey like 
you can do anything that you want. You know, like they're like, you don't want to end up like everybody else. Like if you, you want something, you can work for it and you can get it. So like just having like that love um, kind of there and just like hearing that, I think definitely helped for yeah. sure. Um, and in accordance, like I said, I didn't really have like a father figure or anybody like that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's when I turned to like YouTube and I started just like absorbing as much knowledge as I can from a lot of just like motivational speakers and like people who are like super into fitness that were on the YouTube fitness game, like early on. So like I would listen and just watch and absorb so much information and try to get as much positivity in my mind and just use everything that I would learn. Got you. Did you ever, uh, do you ever check out Brandon Carter? Brandon Carter, bald guy, right? Yeah. Yes. Calisthenics yes. dude. Every- Everybody, every any almost yeah. any fitness person on YouTube, I probably watch. Gotcha, yeah. And you, do you um you more so just with weights? You don't you don't um practice the calisthenics or no? Oh, oh, I do. I, I uh, if you scroll back a little bit, I actually do quite a bit of calisthenics. Um, I'll do like some kind of gymnastic stuff. So I'm pretty good with like handstands and doing mm-hmm. like kind of like planches, uh, different things like that. Handstand push-ups. I can yeah, walk on my hands for like forty I, yards. Yeah, oh wow! I, I saw him do one where he was on his on his hands and he was like. Doing the thing where he was on his hands doing the push-ups. On his hand, yeah, yeah, on his hands doing push-ups. Yeah, you mean like in the air? Okay, you mean his like legs, uh, his, his legs were up. Okay, because like when you said he's doing his hands with a push-up, I was like, yeah, bro, I don't, you, I don't, I don't mean that's like every push-up, right? No, okay, I got, I, I got, okay, he was hey, suspended. He was like a handstand doing push-ups. Exactly. Yeah. Woo. What, hey, what is your ultimate goal, Joshua? Um, in to as far as which respect? Yeah. Ultimate goal as fitness in fitness. Okay. For myself, um, ideally I want to be, I want to have a solid amount of muscle mass. So more than I have right now, okay. uh, being leaner. And then also I want to do a little bit of everything. Right. So that's kind of how I, I've, you know, delved in a little bit of everything. I've done some CrossFit. I've done some powerlifting. I've done some bodybuilding. I've done some calisthenics. I like trying a little bit of everything. So Mm -hmm. that way I'm knowledgeable about all aspects of fitness. And I think that it's just good for the body. So I would like to have a little bit more mass, be a a little bit lower body fat percentage, but, uh, you know, have like a good, like bodybuilder type look to me, but not so big that like, you know, I can't move. So I want to, I want to have like good solid mass, be fairly lean, but also be able to still continue to be very athletic. And, you know, if I need to go out and run and bust out a sub six minute mile, I could do that. If I need to bang out 30 pull-ups, I can do that. Like no matter what, I want to still be functional in everything that I do. So just pretty much well-rounded in in all aspects. Gotcha. Were you you trying to ask him as far as his fitness goals or you're trying to ask him as far as an empire or anything like that? Uh, Just, yeah, fitness was fine. Oh, fitness. Okay. I didn't know if he was trying to ask you about as far as your goals, as far as, uh, like the, the, the gurus you watched on, on uh, YouTube and stuff like that, do you see yourself uh, wanting to be seen in that light? You know, having an online presence, having a – I mean, I don't know. Do you have a YouTube? I do have a YouTube. Okay. I haven't um, posted anything on there in a little bit just because I've been focusing on growing, like, my online business. So I've been spending a lot more time on my Instagram and Facebook. But gotcha. I do plan eventually putting more on there. It's yeah. just – I know a lot of people are on like the Instagram and it's very easy to be able to communicate with people because yeah. you can just message yeah, them. That's and stuff how we like find that. you. Yeah, that's how we got you. Quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely, I would definitely like to do something like that for sure. And just be able to like reach more people and just like spread as like, cause there's so much hate and negativity yeah. and stuff in the world. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just want to be able to bring like positivity and like, 
I've listened to so many audiobooks. I've watched so many like inspirational videos and motivational stuff. And I've been through so much in my personal life. And uh, I've been able to like help a lot of people close to me through a lot of different things that I feel like I've, you know, even at my young age, I feel like I've become pretty knowledgeable and I'm a a bit ahead in my years, um, so to speak, in the realm of just like life and life experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think that I could definitely help a lot of people through a variety of things and definitely just share a lot of um, valuable knowledge that I think is uh, just a, very vital, especially to like a lot of the younger generation growing up and even some of the older generation people as well. Just like knowing, like putting your mind to work, you know, try to be, you know, think about things in like a good light while not also putting completely everything, you know, bad out of your mind. I don't think that you need to like absolutely shut that down yeah. because I think it's important to like, you know, realize it. Or if you make a mistake, realize it, sit in mm-hmm. it, think about it, contemplate it, understand what's happening. Yeah. So then that way you try to not repeat it again. Right. So I definitely, um, I would love to do something like that. I think that I'm kind of working that way and establishing myself as a, uh, a fitness, um, presence in the community and trying to become that and definitely if it leads towards a little bit more motivational then that's you know that's perfectly fine i'm yeah. sure they'll probably go hand in hand gotcha are you are you this open with your youtube or no yeah yeah i'm 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 pretty much open book like with anybody i'm not afraid to share anything about my okay. life my past yeah. anything that i've been through um just because i don't see the purpose i'm on this earth for a very short time and yeah. it's going to be a blink of the eye before yep. we know it. we're going to be you know, 80 years old and whatnot. So I, I have no, <laughs> I have much. nothing to hide. I'm not embarrassed of anything. Gotcha. It is what it is, my man. No, that's okay. awesome. That's a great outlook. Okay. So, um, let's, let's, uh, to sum it up, what would you give the average Joe that's trying to make its first few steps into fitness or getting back out of the COVID as they're saying a COVID 15, cause they put on the 15 pounds during the COVID or the 20 pounds. But, uh, what advice would you give them to start this week in doing something? What would you, what motivation would you give them? What, what exercise, what anything? Mm-hmm. The, the first thing that I would say, the most yeah. simplest thing, start. Okay. Just get started, right? The yeah. hardest thing is just getting started. Get out, get moving, whether you're going to a gym or you're doing something at home, mm-hmm. just start. No matter what it is, whether you're getting a personal trainer, whether you're following something online, whether you have P90X sitting on the side, no matter what it is, yeah. just start and then commit to yourself and say, you know, don't make it anything drastic. Don't say, oh, I'm going to eat, you know, my body weight and protein today. I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day. I'm going to hit the gym five days a week and all these different things. If you haven't been doing anything for the past several weeks, those are going to be a little bit unrealistic expectations, gotcha. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to succeed. So just make something simple start and just be consistent that's going to be the biggest key wow and reach out to me uh, reach out, exactly <laughs> Famous plug. exactly exactly and you said you have a website too or no you have an online website right what's that so i have an online business but i'm currently not using a website okay. but if somebody wants to uh, apply for my coaching you i have a type form link in my application um in my instagram bio in instagram. Okay, okay cool yep cool and we'll have that link up here on the page so it'll be i mean it'll be in the description but it'll also be uh, next to your picture. So yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, we, Hey, thank you for your patience with us. Thank you. Yes, definitely. We, <laughs> but Hey, we appreciate you, but it was a precursor. You know why? Because like I said, it's a great interview. It always works out. <laughs> Ray and I are like, gosh, damn, these people are going to hate us, but you know what? They're going to love us. Cause it's going to be a great interview. So, uh, thank you, my man. Um, and again, like I, I'd love to have you on again, giving tips or whatever, because like I said, our men's health Thursdays is, is something we are, 
uh, definitely pushing because there's it's a lack of that in the black community, like I told you, and for men in general, men are I mean, it's I didn't even realize it's called Movember because there's so many suicide that men have. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Movember. Movember. I didn't know that either. Yeah, dude. Oh, I, oh wow! And, and the funny thing about it is, we started this. I mean, of, is it because of the holidays? I don't know, but we started this uh, to deal with you know talk about mental health because no one talks about mental health. It's, men are too proud, prideful. We're too proud, and you know what I mean. All we think about is uh, we're, we're macho. We put on this this facade that we're yeah, we don't we're, hurt, we don't yeah, cry, like, we yeah. don't pain. Yeah, exactly. Only when Amen. a sports team or something loses is when you get the most emotion out of a, a guy. You know what I mean? Or wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that's why yeah. we we. Uh, you know, this is something that was close to my heart that I wanted to touch on because, hey, even when I don't work out and, and whatever and put on some weight or whatever, I start questioning life. Like, oh, my, you know, you start feeling depressed. Like, it, it's funny how you can go from feeling wonderful in a split moment to feeling inadequate. Like, oh, you know, it's it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So I appreciate you, man, for what you're doing. and, and Thank and, you for your energy. Yeah, thank yeah. you for your energy, oh, and, I, you I, yeah, and you, I appreciate what you're doing for other people. I mean, I was going to ask you, uh, basically, one of the questions you saw was, what fuels you to help people? But you've already answered that, man. It's it's just uh, yourself, man. You, you want to help people, and you have a, mm-hmm. a good heart about it. We can actually tell that, man. And I, I know the listeners are going to love this because, man, it's it's hard not to listen to you because you you like you said you have great energy, you have a great vibe, great frequency, mm-hmm. and you're very knowledgeable. You know the stuff you're talking about. You know you didn't say get gains. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not talking pain gain. You're, you're talking realistic stuff, man. So we definitely appreciate it. And like I said, I would love to have you on again, and uh, we'll reach back out to you, brother. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was a blast. Um, super awesome. And I can't wait to be back on with you guys. Awesome. You. Yeah. We'll let you know when the stuff drops so you can, uh, you know, plug it. Plug it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like that. Sounds good. Hey, <laughs> my man. All right, All right brother. Take All care, right. yo. All right, boys. You have a great night. Oh, you All too. Right. Good night. Air, Air Jordan. <laughs> Air Jordan. LeBron, bro. All right, brother. Later. Bye, later. Joshua. <laughs> See you, brother. Later.